Welcome to the She Pod. I am Sarah, and I am here with the lovely Rachel King, and we're here to have brunch with you guys. Let's have some brunch. You know, brunch is my favorite meal. Absolutely, hands down. I wish that you could do it every day, but then I guess it wouldn't be special. Yeah, I mean, I think that restaurants probably love the idea that they can charge $15 for an egg dish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's, it's, a good, it's a good racket. Yeah, but I love it. I love it. I feel like it's relaxing. It's two meals in one, which There's is how... There's champagne involved. I love it. Everything I absolutely about love it. it. Is so I, I, vote, I vote yes. I vote yes to brunch, <laughs> um, which actually brings me to one of my favorite things to eat, which I had for brunch actually yesterday. What are you eating, Sarah? It is uh, a white pizza with a fried egg on top. Yeah. Oh, I'm a huge fan of that. I first had it at Graffiato in Washington, D.C. Yeah. And the egg, the soft egg on a pizza... Oh my God. Because it makes just, the pizza yeah, at breakfast. And you smear it around, oh especially on white pizza, because it's kind of weird with tomato sauce. Totally agree. Yeah. So I had this at a place in Santa Monica called Milo and Olive or Milo and Olive. Who knows? Yeah. Um, anyway, it's a very cute, very understated place. It's like kind of like a bakery slash brunch place. And I have to tell you, that was, and it's not, pizza is not something that I eat all the time. Yeah. It was 100% worth it. It was so freaking delicious. This is dangerous to know because okay. I work in Santa Monica. So I feel like that's yes, going to have to happen. It's for brunch though or oh, okay. no actually you know what they do have it for lunch mm. yeah should have lied to me sorry it's okay <laughs> I'm gonna go get some and it will be marvelous I love it I love it do you have anything that you love for brunch uh for brunch I am a huge fan of Prosecco as opposed to champagne interesting because with champagne at restaurants they're usually trying to slip you the Andre right I'm not a fan of anything sweet but when there's Prosecco involved, Prosecco is almost always dry by definition. It's like the Italian version that's very dry. So it's a I safe thought it bet. was just because it was made in Italy and it's not allowed to be called I champagne. I think that's it, part of it. But also it's, it's just, just traditionally very dry. Yeah. So I'm a huge fan of that. I'm switcher. a fan of the lesser known of the trio, which is Cava, which is Prosecco from Spain. Yeah. Or Champagne from Spain. Okay. I didn't know that. I have which purchased which Cava. Rhymes. Did not know what the difference was. It's just it's basically the same grapes that make champagne except it's made in spain yeah because they are strict about that they whole. are but then i actually like the other well if you don't have your traditions better yeah what do you mm-hmm. have mm-hmm. yeah but um, what are you eating this week aside from brunch okay so i actually was thinking about a cocktail okay this week because as you know i'm a big whiskey girl yeah however i feel like whiskey's really great in the winter okay. i'll drink it like on the rocks or an old-fashioned and it kind of warms you up even though it's cold like it it's the good burn right but it needs a summer version and there's the moscow mule but if you don't have ginger beer on hand that can be hard to make okay so the newest thing that i read about since the derby was just happening right. um, is the bourbon slushy is that in- like from 7-eleven it is not from 7-Eleven, <laughs> but they will probably make a version of their own at one point or another. So it's bourbon with tea and orange juice, and you pour it over. Oh, and frozen lemonade concentrate is probably the most important ingredient. Right. And then you literally pour it over crushed ice. Have you made this? I haven't made it yet. Okay. It's on. I want to have a brunch of some kind with the prosciutto vinaigrette that we were oh talking God. about last time right. and this for a cocktail and then some delicious overpriced egg dish that maybe <laughs> should be a white pizza with egg on top now that I'm thinking about it and have all the girls over. So I would love that. Yeah. Oh, oh, love brunch. Love, 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 love brunch. Well, let's talk about what are we wearing now? 
What are we wearing? Well, we should probably talk about what I'm wearing right now. Yeah, c- can we talk about this we for a can. second? Why don't you read it for the people? It says, "Sorry, I have plans with my cat." And I'm just if it I'm just putting it out there to the whole world so that you don't have to, you know, I like it for a weekday thing cuz okay. you're busy and you normally don't want to be bothered um right. as you're trying to rush around your day, but I feel like it sends sends a good message. Also, I get to bring butters everywhere I go. Yeah. I don't get to bring my cats with me. So I feel like this says to the world, I am a crazy cat lady as well as a crazy dog lady. Got it. And I just, I want people to know what's up with who I am. I think that's a great Sunday t-shirt. Yeah. yeah. As well as for the rest of the week. Yep. All right. Well, now that I am, speaking of cat ladies, now that I am in my 30s, (laughs) I have no patience. I have no tolerance for uncomfortable shoes anymore yeah so i have decided i've made an executive decision that i am going to slowly replace all of the uncomfortable shoes in my closet with comfort shoes okay so all heels are out no no no. no. i'll get like i'll get heels but they'll be like from aerosols like your grandmother would buy you know that's and actually um target they have comfort shoes no they're not technically comfort shoes. However, I find them to be very comfortable Interesting. compared to other heels. Also, Jessica Simpson makes a so really Jessica comfy Simpson, heel. Yeah, so I actually am a huge fan of her. So yeah. I would I would categorize Jessica Simpson shoes as shoes that are not technically comfort, but they're not uncomfortable. Right. They're not, they're not like supportive. Steve Madden's hurt my feet so much. But I can't do it. I have I have rows and rows of shoes in my closet that I wore throughout my twenties, sure. killing myself. Right. Literally like holding them that like while I was running well, through after the street four after cocktails, you can't. Fine. Yeah. Well, it depends. And then if you're not all that, you know, steady on your feet, then there's a bigger well, problem. Yeah, you they usually just come off at some point, which yeah. is gross. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, so I have decided that there are some great brands out there. So like Paul Green is a great example. Okay, and these are literally comfort shoes, but they're stylish. Some of them are, not all of them are. So you dig through. So yeah, so Paul Green is great. Now all of these are super expensive, but I'm at the point in my life where I feel like I can, I've had some shoes for like 10 years now. So I feel like if there's a pair of shoes that I love, I will keep them and I will wear them yeah, for 10 absolutely. years. So I have no problem with that. So Paul Green, Kenneth Cole has something called Gentle Souls now mm-hmm. that our mutual friend Elizabeth actually turned me on to. Right. And she is pretty stylish. She is extremely stylish. She, That's a huge So vote. she's she loves her Gentle Souls. She says that it, they're like she's walking on clouds. Okay. Because that feels good. Like, it's one thing if I'm just going out for a night and it's just going to be a few hours, a couple hours. Right. But if you're going to work and you have meetings and you need to look good all day and then you have something that night, I mean, there's no way. Oh, my God. Absolutely not. So I am slowly, because this is an expensive endeavor, I am slowly but surely going to be replacing my shoes. So that is what I'm... It's a worthy endeavor. Yeah. So as of right now, since it's, you know, summer is upon us, I am now looking for sandals. That is my, you know, what I'm looking for. So I have flat sandals, which are not comfortable. They're not uncomfortable, though. So I feel like I'm looking for a heel sandal. Like wedges and stuff like that. Right. Espadrilles, if you want to get Yeah, something like that. Something that can take me from day to evening. Okay. Because we want to be trite about it. But you could wear to a brunch. I could totally wear to a brunch <laughs> or a night out on the town. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we're writing Cosmo's next um, quiz or something. Oh, that's embarrassing. Yeah. No, that's, I like that. I think that's right. I have, I, you probably do this as well. Like I just have the three or four pairs that I wear all the Constantly, time. Constantly. Yeah. And I have a whole closet full of shoes and me. I never wear them. Yeah. Yeah. And that's no way to live. No. Speaking of other endeavors. Okay. So I was reading... 
this actually was just kind of like kismet. I, in a bunch of my newsletters, Refinery29, whoever else, um, I noticed that adult coloring has started to be a theme. And then I got a text from you showing me <laughs> the first page in your adult coloring book. And it was beautiful. It was I feel absolutely like beautiful. But clearly, this is not just something that Refinery29 is trying to push on us. This is happening. So tell, please tell the world about so, this. So um, I can only recommend the ones that I've been doing. Who is it from uh, Etsy? No, it's not from Etsy. I found it on Amazon, actually. So I, I think her name is Joanna Blasford or Blanford or okay. whatever it is. If you Google it, I'm sure she'll we'll put pop it up. in the show yeah, notes. So the coloring book I have is called The Enchanted Forest mm-hmm. or The Enchanted Kingdom because I don't read. I just color. You're right. Well, and I have to say it's like 11 bucks to buy on Amazon. It is. It comes with the coloring utensils. No, or you have to you buy have those, those separately. But so that's the beauty of it. So I started out with colored pencils and then realized that I really wanted something more inky. And ah. so I got basically the equivalent in like like jelly rolls. Remember those? Oh my god, yes. So it's kind of like those, but it's the equivalent of like the sixty-four box from Crayola. Okay. So I have a lot, lot of jelly of pens. Rolls. Yeah, they're not jelly rolls, but yeah. they kind of they act like jelly rolls. Oh god, I had totally forgotten about jelly. Nineties nostalgia. I know creeping up on us. In Love the beginning. jelly rolls. I call them jelly rolls, even though they're not, because yeah. I don't even know if jelly rolls exist anymore. Probably not. But like anyway, Annabelle gone, uh, gone. I know. But it's good to know that there's you can still get that feeling. But I have to say that adult coloring not only is it great because you feel like you're being creative but you don't like feel like you have to think too much about it but yeah. I find it very soothing see that's why I like sewing it's kind yeah. of the same thing I mean certainly you have to think about things but you have a pattern for you the do. most you part have a pattern, yeah. and then once you get going yeah it's like autopilot and it's very zen yeah yeah no I absolutely love it and I I highly recommend it my I favorite get one I'm well, on board my favorite quote was from you actually so in the last couple of weeks I had a big possible uh professional opportunity coming my way and they were being kind of taking their time with telling me and I was it was a very like unhealthy relationship Mm -hmm. like if this were a guy I was dating everyone would have told me to get out of it immediately right I remember this week yes so you told me every time they came back and it seemed like it was more of a possibility you told me just breathe and color Mm -hmm. breathe and color Well, I knew that you had it, so, and it seems like it would be very Well, I didn't know if it would be something that I would like doing, and so I downloaded, like, uh, I guess illegally, but not a high-res version of something, and I start coloring it just to see if I liked it, and of course, I loved it. Yeah. I should really post some pictures. I used to love coloring. I think it would be super fun, and I'm way better at it now. I have to say, I would have, it's one of those things where, you know, I played with Barbies way longer than is, you know, socially acceptable. If these were the coloring books, I don't think I would have ever stopped coloring. Yeah. It's just beautiful. Even Steve, when he got home, he was like, wow. We might need to put a picture of it. We will. I'll if do you a- Instagram it, we can put a link to the Instagram. Look for it on our site. It'll well, show yeah, up somewhere. I want one. Yeah. So. No, it's pretty amazing. Okay. I, you know, highly, highly recommend it. Uh, I mean, the, can you imagine, too, if someone was like, what's your hobby? And you were like, coloring. I love coloring. <laughs> I would put that on my online dating profile. Uh, yeah. Coloring in the lines. In the lines. Because I don't like coloring. Majestically. <laughs> in the, it it in does the look majestic. The what forest? Enchanted, Enchanted forest. Enchanted forest, yeah. Enchanted kingdom. Something like that. I dig it. But I have to say, it is 
by far my new favorite activity. Now, I can't like kind of sit there and do it all by itself. I need to be like... Do you have TV on I have TV on when I do it. Oh, well, we should probably talk about what we're watching. Yes. In case. All right. What are you watching? Okay. Guilty Pleasure. I am obsessed with the show Nashville. I love that show. I can't handle how much I love that show. It's 90% Connie Britton. Well... I mean, Tammy she's Taylor. Everything. Forever. She's Tammy Taylor. Texas, Texas forever. forever. <laughs> and I, I love, I love her. That's why I watched Bloodline too, because it was Kyle yeah. Chandler, coach. Um, coach. Yeah. yeah. Well, Tammy Taylor. Anytime she has a Southern accent, I'm oh, all for it. So, I'm like, when I saw her in American Horror Story, I was like, "What is this?" I couldn't watch that. I don't do scary things. I couldn't even either, for her. But I did it for her, yeah. and Good she was you. speaking in her her normal accent, and I was like. Tammy, no. Tammy Taylor, what happened to you? Yeah, no, I, she's so good in it. And I mean, it's a terrible show. I won't even try and pretend. No, it's horrendous. It's a soap opera. <laughs> but if you liked, what was the show about? They were putting on a Broadway musical, Smash. Smash, yeah. It's just like Smashed, which I loved. Yeah. It got canceled after like a season and, and a half. Like, yeah. But it's just like that. It's so much fun. It's, I mean, I'm, I love it's country. It's country. It's, you can almost predict what's going to happen or who's getting pregnant or who's yeah. this or that. I read somewhere that the tax breaks that they get from filming in Nashville are the reason why the show is still on the air. Because it's, it's so, so much cheap cheaper to make. to make. Yeah, I believe that. They don't have the numbers. If they were shooting in L.A., it would have been canceled a while it back. Make, and every time I watch, because I love Nashville, I used to work for a company that was headquartered there when I was in D.C. So I'd get to go like once a month. I've never, you know, there's it's a couple amazing. cities that I want. I've never been to Nashville. I've never been to New Orleans. Oh, that's, New Orleans. Sorry, yeah. New Orleans. Nolens. Nolens. Yeah. Excuse me. You need to fix that immediately. But I would almost say Nashville first. Okay. Because it's just so, if you've been to Austin. No. Oh, you Austin have so much work to do. I know. The problem Those is three. all of these places are places that I probably, I figure I'll end up going eventually. So yeah. Steve tours. And if he ever is going somewhere interesting, I'll go with him. Yeah. So like, he's like, do you want to come to Clayton, South Carolina? I'm like, nope. no. Do you want to come to Tahoe? Absolutely. Right. That's good. <laughs> That's a good way to so, live your life. And yeah. And so I feel like he'll go there eventually. And it's hard for me to plan a trip kind of within the U.S. That's not like a weekend trip. Right. You know, so I feel like I I will get there eventually and it's yeah. not worth, you know, trying to just make sure that you a take there. a couple extra days because there's so much good food in all three of those. I know. It has the best food and amazing music. Yeah. I'm more of a food person than a music person. I don't. I'm not a huge music person either, but I guess because it's country and blues and jazz mm-hmm. in these respective places, which I absolutely love. And it's always, it's not, you don't have to go search it out. It's just happening around you in the streets, in the bars. Like there's just good music everywhere. You don't have to like plan it. So it's it like a backdrop and you're like not backdrop. going to see music. I, I have a problem. I actually have not been to very many concerts I in my life. I don't like concerts. I don't particularly they stress like, me out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I don't like the crowds. I don't like any of that I don't stuff. Like but if it's not just, being able to get out Really 100%. Quickly. And so, but if it's a backdrop yep. to something that's already happening, I'm like so in this Nashville, is like the entire for example, city has it as in a the backdrop. TV show. It's just, I'm all for it's it. It's absolutely just like that. Yeah. It's, ugh. and every time they're at the Bluebird. Oh, uh, and that's a real place. It's right? a real place. It is, they, yeah, they've actually kept very true to um, the, um, you know, the, the city itself and the yeah. places that and are. And the actual places that mm-hmm. are there, even though two of the cast members, one is British and one is Australian. That's okay. That's okay. all right. 
you know they d- they do a pretty good job their accents are actually very They're good n- i mean country i feel like is a pretty well country is not an accent but yeah southern is um i feel like it's a pretty ac- pretty easy accent it's to an easy accent affect. to do and there's so many versions of a southern accent that it, i feel it's not like really the wrong. average yeah the yeah. average person is not going to be like you're from missouri and yeah. your accent is from texas right it's not you like know? a british accent where you're like oh that's you know, horrible you're, you're cockney <laughs> yeah right no so it's good so so that's what i am watching unabashedly unapologetic I love it. It's the one of the few shows that I will watch as it comes out every week. Okay. Because I love it so much. I think it's a great show. Yeah. I have no problem with that. Yeah. Well, with you watching it. Okay. Maybe you have a problem with I you might. <laughs> it's just not it's not highbrow. You know what? I have decided that but I, I watch Real Housewives. So I have I no, I have dual personality when it comes to television. And yeah. when I want to watch something that is interesting and makes you think or is very clever and humorous, I will do that. And if I want to just forget about my life, I yeah. will watch absolute trash. Yeah. And I have no problem That's with That's a good it. way to put it. I totally have the two yeah. different lanes. And I think it's, you know, a Madonna horror complex. Mm-hmm. You can be both. So Not speaking a of that, what are you watching this week and which bucket does it go in? It goes in the one of the best television shows of all time bucket. Oh, Game of Thrones. Yes, it is. I have to say it. That is the prime example of why I explain of, of a television show where I can explain to people why I don't go to movies anymore. You, yeah. Well, it with is HBO. so it is stupendous. It is fantastic. The characters are so incredible. The production value is so incredible. So yeah. like when you go and watch that and then you go and watch the Avengers and you pay $20, for you the pay pleasure. $20. There's, you know, you know, God bless Joss Whedon because I love him. But mm-hmm. you know that there are some studio executives hands like all over that, you know, this ruining it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like this joke has to be on there. And the CGI is like not even that good. Yeah. You're sort of like, why did I do this? Why did I go? There and are pay? dire wolves at home to yeah. watch. I know. I know. I'm right there with you. So I am actually a couple seasons behind. Um, Girl, you got it. I know. Well, I read all the books years oh, okay. ago. Oh, so you know. So I know. I have. I know yeah. the stories. Um, so George R. R. Martin, because all the books are not written yet. They are apparently, not. he has told the producers how it all ends, just in case. In case he dies while filming is happening. I don't know if I believe that. I do believe that he's yeah. not in great shape. He's not. I feel like this is a show that could be on for 20 years, though. I'd be fine with that. Oh, totally. Yeah. I just, I look forward to it every year, and there's a sadness that happens to me, like a kid leaving summer camp when the season is over. Yeah. 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 Hmm. And it's one of the few shows that I don't binge watch. I actually watch as it comes out. Yeah. Like, like well, you, so much like you in the very similar show at Nashville. No, right. <laughs> they're exactly the same in terms of quality and production value and acting. No, I love it. And there's, like, strong women in the, ca- I mean, yeah. I just think it's fabulous. It is. It is. It's really good. Um, I, and that reminds me that I really need to get back into it because you should, it's so good. I'm going to hold you to it. Yeah. Done. I will move that up my queue. Yeah. Like we talked about last time. I'm bumping, I'm bumping some things. I'm going to make it happen. So I want to change tune a little bit and talk about, uh, this new app that you and I are totally obsessed with. Okay. Well, that sounds like we're actually using it. I'm obsessed with the idea of it. The idea of it. We're both, we're, you know. I think we're both too old to actually have a lot of people on it. Way too old. However, I find it absolutely fascinating. So the app is called Lulu. Mm -hmm. And what does it do? So they have, someone, people have called it a dating app, but it's not actually a dating app. app. It's a rating app. And it's basically like Yelp for men. Right. And you have to log in. You can only be a girl using it. Actually, when I created an account to check it out for research purposes, (laughs) because I read about it and was like, I have to see this thing for uh, research purposes, um, it asked me if I was a girl or a guy. 
So I don't know what that means. Maybe they are trying something new with it. But uh, from what I understand, to see the ratings, to see and the stuff, ratings yes, of guys, you have to be a girl. So basically, you log in as a girl, yeah. and then you can see your Facebook friend list yeah. or people who in you have contacts. in your contact list and see how other women have rated them. Yeah, and there's like hashtags like better off as friends, mm-hmm. you know, loves his mom, things that are way worse than that, opens doors, full of himself, and things that are yeah. terrible. Anatomy commentary, absolutely. And the, like, um, but it's actually, you know, I'm sure it's going to get a rap for being like rating, you know, how the sex was, but it, yeah. it was much more well-rounded than that from what I saw. I agree. I agree. Um, and so I downloaded it cause I was curious to see if anyone yeah. I knew was rated on there and, and I did a D and D I downloaded it and then I looked at it and then I deleted it. I haven't deleted yet, Got but it. that, but I didn't have any friends that I saw who have readings. So I would love to hear about yours. So there was a few, there was a guy from my high school who was like, kind of like, fine in high school but has really come into his own as an adult you know has his own company and all that stuff and I like I remember going out to Chinese food for lunch with him not like as a date we were just friendly yeah um and he lives in London now and there were a bunch of ratings on him and he was rated very nicely I was very proud of him yeah yeah and then there's like screenshot it and say although that probably breaks the code no that that breaks girl code I don't the Lulu code I don't think we can do that yeah but then there was another guy that I went to business school with that I found out has trouble in the bedroom Ooh, i know so do you think it's fair that this exists i don't think it's fair but i don't think that a lot of stuff that exists is fair this is true maybe it's just sort of leveling the play i mean listen i it's information that if i was thrown out into the dating world again i would want to know absolutely yeah it could save you a lot of time especially being a lady of a certain age like let's just get all the baggage out on the table Get it out and of I'll the decide way. if it's something I can deal with or not. I have two friends of mine from grad school that ended up not dating in grad school, but they kind of got together after grad school, and now they have three kids. Oh, and you so never know. she said she sat down with him on their first date. She was like, "Listen, I'm 34. I want kids, and so it's got to happen for me soon. If you're not on board, then let me know. Get out." I respect that. And he stayed, and now they have three kids. Aww. in like four years. <laughs> it's crazy. Good for her, though. I mean, I feel like. Yeah, we should. You should be able to just lay it out there in both ways. Both yeah. ways, you know. But it, you get to a point where you know when you're. I think. I mean, I love my thirties. Mm-hmm. You cannot pay me enough to be in my twenties again. Mm-hmm. I, I think feel like that's going to be a running theme of our show. I know. Well, I mean, my twenties were great, but you know, thirties is when you're a little bit more comfortable. You mm-hmm. have a little bit more of a sense of who you are in this world, and you a little don't bit more income. A little not, bit more income, not bad. which is not bad at all. Yeah, yeah. So I can buy my comfort shoes. Yeah. But it's also about not feeling like being alone is such a losery thing to do. Yes. And, you know, I you find can it revel in it. Exactly. I love being alone and I would absolutely much prefer to be alone over being with people that I find boring or toxic or whatever it is. And so the fact that she sat down and she was like, listen, this is what I want. This is what I'm looking for. Good for her. Yeah. She wasn't afraid of like not having a second date with him. She's like, yeah, no, that's I'm, fine. I'm especially impressed that it was on the first date. I probably would well, be the coward kn- who they wait. knew each they other. Were all, before. Oh, that's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah, okay. we had all gone to school, so and it's different. so funny. They didn't get together in school, but now that I think about her personality and his personality, I was like, oh my god, of absolutely. Course. I cannot. Be- and they met or started dating because there was some sort of like small um, alumni event, and they were the only two people who showed up. Oh, yeah, so that's meant to be for like Russian speakers or something like that. Neither of them were Russian. Oddly they just specific. Both, yeah. Well, Very that's good. That's specific. amazing. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So Lulu 
whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in summation, whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I hear anything more about it in the startup buzz world. I'll, yeah, let I'll me know. Sure. I'd be I'll curious. I think it's a really interesting idea. I feel like they have to get critical mass for it to absolutely become anything. But and I feel like a part of me is like, yeah, go us. And there's a part of me that's like, this is sort of embarrassing. It's a little. Yeah, it's like Real Housewives. Yeah, that's amazing. Women in their 40s and 50s are becoming pop culture icons. But how are they doing it? It's embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> and what if someone just lied? Like you have a bad breakup and you just go on there and like. You, you absolutely know. could. But the idea is, I guess. Can he petition? I don't know. But I think th they only have certain hashtags to choose from, right? They can't like write a title review. I didn't get I that far. Yeah, I think they like rate them and then there's a bunch of hashtags that you can choose from. And so I don't think that one bad review is yeah. going to like mess up the average. Yeah. Unless he's like a nice dude and that's his ex-girlfriend. He's not really playing the field. Right. Which I don't think was the case with either of the two men. Mm -hmm. Hmm. One was making up for lost time. One was just lost. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. Um, yeah, let's, and I, being in the startup world, I feel like I will continue to bring attention to the weird, um, the weird there's, so, the there's stuff like this all the time that, you know, you know, probably isn't going to make it, but you kind of wish that they would because it's so fascinating. Oh, I agree. Like it's the, been around for a little while yeah. though. I feel Has like, I think so. I feel like I remember downloading this. They should work on the UI then. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I assumed it was brand new because of it's kind of clunky. I I remember it, and it's clunky, but it's different than it used to be. So okay. I don't know. Well, and it's definitely very girly. It's like black and pink. And it is. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Go for good for you, maybe. Whatever. Kind of, sort possibly. Of. I We're guess. We're not sure how we feel about it. Yeah. Mixed feelings. Yeah. Speaking of feelings, <laughs> <laughs> let's let's lady business. I love it. Let's lady biz. So ew, that sounds gross. Lady yeah. biz. Yeah. Not as a verb. Yeah. It lady business. Yep. Let's talk lady business. All right. So I like this topic at hand, and I actually just recently discussed it when we were talking about terrible bosses on Sarah mm -hmm. and Steve Hate People. Crying in the office. Yeah. Is it okay if you can't stop it? Is it how do you cover it up? Right. When is it What's appropriate? The What's the protocol? Yes. So have you ever cried in the office? Absolutely. I 100% have cried in the office. Yeah. Have you ever cried visible to other people in the office so one time but this was actually not related to work so this was like a horrible breakup story yeah i had gone to uh, a wedding in atlanta with my then boyfriend mm. we broke up saturday uh sunday night after the wedding oh at least then it we was had after but it still. was after the wedding then we had to spend the night together in the joint oh hotel room and then fly back the next morning Whew. and i was devastated and so i Came straight to work because I figured that that was, you know, you go away for a weekend. Sometimes you do the, the morning flight. It was like a three-hour flight back to my office. Yeah. Um, I walked in. Someone asked me to update a presentation, and I burst into tears. Yeah. In his face. Mm -hmm. Oh, his face. Yeah. Oof. Although, I have to say, I went into uh, the head guy's office, and I said, listen, I had a really, really, really terrible breakup. And he was like, you know what? Take the day off. My now wife broke up with me twice. Mm. I don't know what the female equivalent is, but I would always get my shoes shined and I felt better afterwards. Nails done. And so I he feel said, like I don't know, maybe you can get a pedicure. Aww. And it, I, yeah, I will never forget this. You never forget kindness. No, you know? not especially in a moment like yeah. that. But back to actually crying because of work at the office. What I do uh, is I go to the ladies' room yeah. and cry in private. Same. That's funny because I've done the exact same. There's been one or two times 
where I was alone with my boss and a personal issue caught up with me. Yeah. And, you know, I'd get a little missy. Um, <laughs> um, but they were both very compassionate yeah. bosses. And so it's it was fine. I've never, if I've ever cried about work, something at work, it's always been in the restroom alone. You have to. Yeah. yeah. And then I don't know about you, but I am a very ugly crier. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So Red I and splotchy. Oh my god, it's gross and I have to literally I'm not even joking. I have to wait like a good 20 minutes. My eyes puff up too. Mm -hmm. I get super puffy eye. So. I get red spots on my face. <laughs> it's wonderful. Yeah. I mean Part of being pale. Yeah. Um, <laughs> One of the, the same when I work out. That it's and the same thing. Cancer. I turn purple. Oh, I turn bright red like a tomato. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, For yeah. a long time after, mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. So It's just, it's a flush, yeah. right? And once I made the mistake of going and getting my eyebrows waxed in the middle of the day. Oh. Did not think about, yeah. like, oh, then you have to go back to work. And also, I think I hadn't had it done in a while, so I didn't. So it was especially raw afterwards? Oh, yeah. yeah. But also, I just forgot, like, how beet red the entire top third of your face gets <laughs> for an hour or two and just was like trying to hide behind my sunglasses oh yeah funny but so um, crying at the office i would say i would never if possible never and it's not always possible it's not always but possible never like always try to do it in private because i i if it's about work absolutely yeah like if it's about something else it's embarrassing but not quite as embarrassing right well you're all human and and it just Stuff it creates an uncomfortable dynamic if it's something about work yeah. i think people then feel like they can't address certain things yeah. with you or they have to be particularly because well, i feel like you have your work life and you have your personal life and yeah. you don't want them to mingle interact as much as possible you want to keep them separate right. but once in a while you know stuff happens and yeah. the waterworks come and you're yeah. so embarrassed but you know yeah. it does happen but I try to be private about it if I can. And and if you are, if there is a personal issue, you know, it should be probably something like a breakup or your pet just passed away or, you know, something Yeah, something, something emotionally draining mm -hmm. and emotionally Because otherwise it might seem like intense. you're trying to take advantage or get the day off. Or Which I'm sure happens <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So stop doing that. You're killing it for the rest of us who yeah. actually need that day off. Stop crying wolf cr tears. Crying wolf. <laughs> That works. We did that. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, so crying at the office, not my favorite, but no. let's talk about what's really not my favorite. So what's on your gross list for the week? Okay. This is something that has bothered me my entire life. Okay. I am a very fast walker. Me too. I think it's an East Coast it's thing. It's probably why we're friends. Yeah. yeah. It's just that. Yeah. Nothing else matters. Yeah. <laughs> the speed at which you walk. I mean, I used to get into fights with like my best friend in college because he walked so slowly and it just drove me insane but I was in North Carolina and that's how you know down south they move a little slower yeah um but in general I walk very very quickly and so I feel like sidewalks have lanes the same way streets do a hundred percent you should be slow standing, is on the right slow is on the right passing Let on me the left you I feel that way about escalators Ab too well that's I feel like escalators is an actual rule like in DC if you are standing on the left people will yell at you west coast this does not happen. it doesn't exist I know people stand in clumps on the escalator and it drives that's me the other bananas thing, both on escalators and sidewalks mm -hmm. you are walking four or five abreast and no one can get around you. I will say, excuse me. I, 
I will say it nastily with <laughs> venom in my voice. Ex- excuse me. <laughs> and they don't get it because no. they wouldn't be doing it in the first place if they had any inkling that and it was rude. Well, on the West Coast also, not only are they slow, mm-hmm. but they slow you down too. Yeah, yeah. You know, you can be as slow as you want to be. Just don't ruin my day. That's the thing. I You're out for your Sunday stroll on a Tuesday at 11 a.m. Whatever. Yeah. That's, but let me. <laughs> you do you. You do you. Stop. Let me do my thing. Yeah. <laughs> So it Stop drives preventing me, me from doing me. Yeah. And oh, no, it drives I think me especially berserk. out here. It's yeah. much because in D.C. it was very the only ones who didn't do it were the tourists. And so we just we all had an agreement as a city that we would yell at them and educate them. And it worked out pretty well. That seems way more um, refined than yeah. what would happen in New York. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> New York's a free for all. I do have to say, though, the one place where it was the best I've ever seen it. And it was the opposite because it's London. Uh, no, oh. Tokyo. Oh, yeah. They're very rule based. Oh, mm-hmm. God. So it was passing on the right, standing on the left. Yeah. And no one. And each of the subways, you couldn't even go um, up the stairs or down the stairs on the wrong side because they had feet on the oh, cement of magical. what you were supposed I to do. I want that. I want I know. that everywhere. I know. They really have it they right. They have it right. And like they, between they that and the escalators in Singapore that don't move until you step on them, it's like oh, we have... That's I so used, efficient. I know. <laughs> it's like we have... I used to think that we have the most like technologically advanced, like no. amazing country. Absolutely not. We are behind in like everywhere where it matters. Yeah. The only thing that I'm like holding on to is... The American dream really is possible. It like is. Like, you can come here with nothing. with nothing and make something of yourself. In your lifetime. Yeah. Absolutely. For sure. Yeah. We do have that. Yeah. But, you know, healthcare, women's. <laughs> there, there's a few things where we're, the few areas where we're lacking. Where, you know, <laughs> cell coverage, lots of stuff. <sighs> cell coverage. <laughs> well, the important things. Yeah. So, no, walkers, those generally piss me off. You know what also pisses me off is men's beards. Do tell. Okay, so... Because I like a good beard. I do not like kissing a man with a good beard. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's disgusting. I think... Uh, All beards. Are you, is this a blanket? This is... I don't mind a little stubble, because then you're mm-hmm. just dealing with the pain issue and not necessarily the hygiene issue. Right. So, but Steve right now has a little bit of stubble. And he, we definitely have to be careful, because otherwise you get, like, me and my pale skin well, talking yeah. about crying before. Get rug burn on I you. look like, I, you know, I'm part of an abusive household right and so that i'm not a fan of but i'll deal with it now real beards where you get food caught i was reading this article about how like all this bacteria is in beards and i'm just like you know what i'd like to see your face (laughs) i feel like stop hiding some guys look so much better with a beard i feel the same way about beards as i do mustaches tom Selleck can pull it off you shouldn't you shouldn't and i i'm trying to think about who pulls off a beard better than clean shaven and i can't think of a single instance better than clean shaven is difficult because i feel like i feel the same way about really really short hair on women i think it looks like freaking fantastic on some women but every time i see them with long hair i'm like oh that's I better ca- i kind of <laughs> like that more <laughs> like halle berry looks amazing with short she hair does she Demi rocks Moore. it Looked amazing with short hair, but every time I see them with long hair, and maybe this is just society and their influences on me, I have no idea. Yeah. But I think it looks better without a beard. You're allowed. You're allowed your personal preferences. Don't move to Portland. No. <laughs> Don't do it. No. You would be, I mean, not that you're, you know, looking. You not don't have planning. to kiss any of them. Yeah. No, um, I actually like Portland to visit. Yeah, to visit. It's yeah. A delight- I wouldn't want to live there. It's a delightful little town. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, I don't. True story. I was list. standing in line for. Do you say in line or online? In line. New Yorkers say online. I say online. I know you said it before last a couple episodes ago. And standing I online you. for a food truck, Ugh. and this was a real conversation I had with someone who had a beard. You know, he was talking about the uh, the challenges of riding his bike in the rain because he doesn't own a car and he really loves this vegan food truck. And I remember just thinking, I'm like, are there cameras somewhere? Because this is, you know how when a stereotype rings so true, you're like, someone must be messing yeah, with me. They're There's setting no, me up. Yeah. So it was one of those situations. No big deal. Yeah. But yeah, no, not All a right. fan of beards. Okay. I'll, I accept your blanket statement. <laughs> uh, I feel like there are certain, I mean, I've dated a couple guys who are kind of a little baby faced and they looked better with a beard. And if you grow it to a certain point and keep it trimmed, then it gets softer. So it's not so okay. stubbly, but I do, I love a five o'clock shadow. A little bit. Of st- well, mm. Steve has red hair, so his stubble, it just looks the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he once told me he grew a goatee and no one noticed. <laughs> Because it's the same. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good stuff. Ugh, no beards, no Portland. I'll take it. Speaking of Portland, I feel like that's where Daria might have moved as an adult. If I, she I say this every real. day of my life uh, for our 90s nostalgia. I would like Daria to have a Twitter account. Oh, now, yeah. Now, if you don't know what Daria is, it was an then animated you series. you should be listening to this. Well, no, you should go see it right now. All of it. Because it's one of those rare shows that was not only timeless, but ahead of its time. Yeah. So I recently rewatched Daria. I have all of on it Amazon on Prime, DVD. and it was so fantastic. It was basically this sarcastic, introverted, extremely smart girl and her best friend, and as they went through high school with all of these idiots around them. And it was animated. This was the at the cusp of the adult animated series. Yeah, and it was really beyond fantastic. If you have not seen it, absolutely go. So you know, one of my favorite quotes from her. Uh, I think it was in the first episode where she talks about, uh, you know, how people think she has low self-esteem. And she said, I don't have low self-esteem. I have low esteem for everyone else. Mm -hmm. That Mm -hmm. is the perfect ultimate quote. That sums her up right there. And why. And every time I see her. her so much as angsty teenagers. Oh, my God. I love. I want to be friends with her. Yeah. But she doesn't exist. It's a problem. Do you. I mean. Janine Garofalo, I feel like, could be an older Possibly. version of her. I don't know. I have not met her. No, that so I, I haven't hung know. out with her. Yeah, but I feel like Janine Garofalo, people in Reality Bites, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or precursor to Daria. I don't mm. know. But, oh, my God, is that a fantastic, fantastic show. It's the best. And it's on Amazon Prime, so you should definitely Do it now. Go. That's our, our parting message. If you learn nothing from this brunch, go watch all of Daria. And if you have a beard. Shave it. Shave it immediately. <laughs> um, well, this has been lovely. It has been lovely. Nice Sarah, Sunday. if people want more, where can they find you? You can find me on my other podcast uh, with comedian Steve Hofstetter, a.k.a. my husband. Uh, the podcast is called Sarah and Steve Hate People, where we talk about how much we hate humanity one topic at a time. Find me blogging uh, the occasional musing on franklysarah.com or follow me on Twitter at Sarah Tenenbein. Rachel, where can people find you? They can find me at Rachel G. King, R-A-C-H-A-E-L-G-K-I-N-G. And that's on every platform everywhere. So keeping it easy. Consistent. Yeah. I like it. Yep. Yep. Well, this has been wonderful. And we will be back at you next week with another brunch.